0: Breaking Soul Ties with Shola Adio. On this broadcast, Shola Adio teaches God's word on soul ties and other relationship issues affecting the believer. Listen and be blessed.
1: Hi there. Welcome to the program. My name is Shola Adio welcome to episode 28 of our series on how to believe god for a spouse in this series i am sharing fundamental spiritual principles that will help single men and women to believe god for a spouse and to also find their spouse i will be sharing core principles of confessions faith hope the seed principle prayer discernment and so on this series will apply to both men and women i want to share this prayer with you before we start please make this a daily prayer. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 17 and 18. It says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, shall give unto us the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of our understanding being enlightened that we may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now that the for the ministry of the Holy Spirit in our lives, that the Holy Spirit will speak directly through my vocal cords directly into the hearts of your people today, causing them to be strengthened, causing their faith to be built up, and causing them to reach out into the spirit realm to pull their miracles into manifestation in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, Lord, I thank you for this. In Jesus' name, amen. Last episode, I shared on how to avoid heartbreaks while believing God for a spouse. I shared on three things to do that will guarantee you avoiding heartbreaks that will waste years of your life. If you missed out on that episode, please make sure you grab it. That's episode 27. That's where I shared on how to avoid heartbreaks while believing God for a spouse. And the things I shared there are real life stuff that I practiced in my own life and um, helped me. As I was going along uh, in life, so uh, we're going to go on to uh, today's uh, today's um, series uh, today's um, topic, which is I'm um, sharing on how to hear and receive guidance from the Holy Spirit. How to hear and receive guidance from the Holy Spirit. Now I'm going to start with this. Number one in the end times that we are in today now it's not just enough for you to say that you are praying to god and you are believing god for a spouse Um, i want to think that the bulk of the job really is recognizing who that spouse is more than god sending you a spouse because while you have believed god for a spouse satan is going to send his own candidates and i've met with christians who blame god Because they received a candidate that Satan sent to them without checking with God. Without checking with, they did not check with God to know whether this was his own candidate that was dispatched to them. They just took any candidate that came out of desperation because they were desperate, because their parents were pressurizing them to go and marry, or because um, their social media friends were taunting them, using their ages to taunt them all sorts of things so they just grabbed satan's candidate and they were just praying that hoping that this would work out you know and um, that became a gamble and on many occasions it never worked out it turned into tragedy so i'm going to be sharing on how to you know like be guided by the holy spirit and i just want to go through the basics number one I've got, I think I've got about three, four steps for today. I hope I'll be able to go through them very quickly. We have quite a number of scriptures to run through today. Number one is to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit now on a number of occasions i've spoken about the holy spirit in my broadcast and um, i get and i've also been involved in personal conversations with people and i always ask are you born again are you a christian they say yes are you filled with the holy ghost they said yes can you speak in tongues they said no have you heard about the baptism of the holy spirit yes has anyone prayed with you about receiving the baptism of the holy spirit they said no so i want to clarify this and um, let's put it in perspective so that you know exactly where you stand Number one, after you have given your life to Christ, after you have committed your life into the hands of the Lord Jesus Christ, the next thing that you should be seeking for is to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now, what's the scriptural basis for that? Let's go to Acts chapter 1, verse 8. He says, this was Jesus speaking. He says, but ye shall receive power. After that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. That's in Acts chapter 1, verse 8. So we see here that the power to be witnesses of God would only be conferred to them by them receiving the baptism of the holy spirit and in fulfillment of these things that jesus told the disciples in acts chapter 2 verses 1 to 4 the bible says and when the day of pentecost was fully come they were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And what happened after they got filled with the Holy Ghost? The Bible says, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So they received a prayer language from God as a result of being baptized with the holy spirit now the baptism of the holy spirit is not for specially anointed people the baptism of the holy spirit is not for chosen people the baptism of the holy spirit is for every believer and to prove that point all 120 of them received the baptism of the holy spirit not 12 apostles or 11 apostles as the case may be but 120 the whole lot of them received the baptism of the holy spirit so there was nothing i mean there's something special about it but it wasn't given to special people was given to everyone who believed Uh, they could receive and prayed to receive the baptism of the holy spirit now i'm going to read more scriptures that also show that other people along the line in the book of acts received the baptism of the holy spirit let's go to acts chapter 19 i'll read from verse 1 he says and it came to pass that it came to pass um that while apollos was at corinth having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples, he said unto them, Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? So we see here as a distinct experience of receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit or receiving the Holy Spirit separate from when they gave their lives to Christ. And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, Unto what then were ye baptized? And they said, Unto John's baptism. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him, which should come after him, that is on Christ Jesus. So so what Paul is saying is that the baptism of John led them to believe in Jesus Christ. So the baptism of John led them to believe in jesus christ and the bible says that when they heard this they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid his hands upon them, the Holy Ghost came upon them and they spake with tongues and prophesied. So you see, these were not special people. These were normal people who received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And the Bible says that Paul laid hands so you can receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit through the laying on of hands from someone else who has the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So it means that you can go walk up to the pastor of your church I want to assume that you attend a Pentecostal born again church that know what they're doing so you can walk up to the pastor of your church and say look pastor I have read about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Sholadio has talked to me about the baptism of the Holy Spirit in his broadcast and I have come to you right now so that you can pray for me lay hands on me so I can receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit according to the experience in Acts chapter 19 verses 1 to 6 and the Bible says that uh, when Paul had laid his hands upon them the holy ghost came on them and they speak with tongues and prophesied so you see these were not special people these were normal people again who got born again and also received the baptism of the holy spirit through the laying on of hands and then let's go to acts chapter 10 verses 44 to uh 48 he goes while Paul, well, while Peter yet spake these words, the Holy Ghost fell on all them which heard the word. So we see that a lot of times, or all the time actually, the Holy Ghost comes upon the word of god and day of the circumcision which believed were astonished as the jews were astonished as many as came with peter so the jews came with peter but they were watching him ministering to the gentiles and because that on the gentiles also was poured out the gift of the holy ghost so you see now that the holy ghost is not a gift that is apportioned by race is not a gift that is apportioned by uh spirituality it was a gift that was free to all and we see that the free gift of the holy ghost was poured so the bible refers to him as a gift a gift a gift a gift a gift is not something you deserve a gift is something that god has decided to give you for they heard them speak with tongues and magnify god now let's analyze the scripture with our brains now you see he said they heard them now the way we know as on lucas that these guys received the holy ghost the outpouring of the holy ghost was because we heard them speak with tongues and magnify god so if you say that you are baptized with the holy spirit we definitely would hear you speak with other tongues. So we see here that the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the initial evidence of the baptism of the Holy Spirit is actually when you speak in tongues, when you pray in the prayer language. And then answer Peter, can any man forbid water? Uh, can any man forbid water that this should not be baptized which have received the holy ghost as well as we and he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the lord then pray they him to tarry certain days so we see here again that these guys even received the baptism of the holy spirit they spoke in tongues even before they were water baptized see how god works so you see that the baptism of the Holy Spirit I mean the baptism of the Holy Spirit is open to everyone who has received Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. So I'll catch you uh, on the other side of the break and we'll continue with our discussion on how to hear and receive guidance from the Holy Spirit. Catch you guys later. Bye.
0: Welcome back to the second part of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. Listen and be blessed.
1: Welcome back. Now, point number one was receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And um, I've gone through a number of scriptures to uh, buttress my point that Um, The baptism of the Holy Spirit is open to every believer. It is not restricted to some 12 apostles. Every Christian, every Christian has access to the baptism of the Holy Spirit and don't let any wrong church doctrine disqualify you and tell you that the the baptism of the Holy Spirit was only in the days of the apostles. We have the baptism of the Holy Spirit in our dispensation now and it is just left for you to Meditate on the scriptures, pray based on the scriptures and receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit where you can actually be enabled to pray in other tongues. Now, number two step on how to receive guidance from the Holy Spirit, I'll title that pray in tongues very often now as a believer that is filled with the Holy Spirit and has received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I want to counsel you that if you really want to hear from the Holy Spirit, if you really want to cultivate a very close relationship with the Holy Spirit, you must spend time praying in tongues. When I say praying tongues, praying tongues as often as you can, as often as you can. You are going on the street, just praying tongues. You wake up in the morning, just praying tongues. You are alone, just praying tongues. You are waiting to attend an interview and you are at the reception, just praying tongues under your breath, just praying tongues, and you see as you do that, what you're doing is that you are building up your faith, and you are strengthening your relationship with the Holy Spirit. You are making it more vital. You are becoming more sensitive to the promptings of the Holy Spirit. You are becoming more conscious of the spirit realm than the fleshly realm. You are becoming more conscious of the voice of the Holy Spirit and the guidance of the Holy Spirit than the voice of people and the flesh around you. And um, I'll. Give you some scriptures to buttress that uh, if you go- flip over to the book of jude jude has only one chapter jude chapter 1 verses 20 and 21 he says but ye beloved building up yourselves on your most holy faith praying in the holy ghost keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. So, right. when you pray in tongues, when you pray in the Holy Ghost, praying in the Holy Ghost means you are praying in tongues. When you pray in tongues and pray in the Holy Ghost, you are building up yourself on your most holy faith. Your faith becomes a lot more potent when you cultivate the habit of praying in tongues very often. A man of God, Kenneth Hagin, said he used to pray in tongues I and mean, he was a full-time minister so he could pray in tongues all through the day because he had to prepare for his uh, evening meetings um, maybe he didn't have to um I mean great parts of his ministry he didn't have to go to work like every other person like us going you know from 9 to 5 so he had a whole day to prepare for the evening so he would pray in tongues for a minimum of six hours every day and you see this man got to a point where he said he was more conscious of the voice of the holy spirit speaking to him on the inside of him than the voice of his wife sleeping beside him that is the place that is the place where we need to get to in our walk with god where we are more conscious of the presence of the holy spirit than the presence of social media i mean can you imagine okay let me give you an example now i mean a Lady, I mean, just popped into my BB and showed me one uh, silly picture that one person, one ignorant person, just tweeted on social media. Now, what was on that picture? He said that if you are above the age of twenty-five and you are not, maybe you are not yet married, just something very silly. That if you are above the age of twenty-five and uh, nobody has married you, or nobody has said wanted to marry you, then that's the end of you. And she she was so worried she was so worried she said "Ah, "Our own has finished you know she, she was just saying all sorts of things and i just didn't understand her seriously i didn't understand her and i just thought wait a minute yes this person has tweeted this rubbish what has it got to do with you you are a believer an unbeliever who has no covenant with god tweeted something how does it affect your future and she said i'm worried i said what are you worried for I said, you have heard this guy. You have listened to the junk that this guy has tweeted. Have you listened to the words of Jesus today? Have you heard the word of Jesus today? Have you heard the voice of the Holy Spirit today? As the Holy Spirit spoken to you today, have you taken time to ask the Holy Spirit to say something from God's word to you today? Many Christians today are more conscious of the voice of the negative and doom-filled voices of social media than the voice of the word of God or than the voice of Christ. You need to be more conscious of the voice of Christ than the voice of the Holy Spirit i'm sorry than the voice of social media and the voice of your friends and relatives who have nothing else to say but doom now, let's read the next scripture. Now, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verses 2 to 4. He says, For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God. So when you pray in tongues, you are not speaking to men, but you are speaking to God. And he says, For no man understandeth him. How be it in the spirit, he speaketh mysteries. For, but he that prophesieth speaketh unto men, unto edification and exhortation and comfort he that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself but he that prophesies edifies the church now a distinction has been drawn here he says that if you are speaking in tongues you are not speaking to men so you, when you say that you don't understand what you are saying when you are speaking in tongues that is extremely correct and that's how it's supposed to work you don't understand it your mind doesn't understand it but the bible says that you are praying directly unto god and no man understands you because in the spirit you are speaking profound secrets and profound mysteries that not even satan can break into that conversation but the bible says that either prophesies speaks unto men to edification, to exhortation and comfort means that when you now burst into the spirit of prophecy you are building people up people can understand what you are saying but the sequence begins from you speaking in tongues before you receiving an understanding of what you are saying and the Bible says that when you speak in an unknown tongue you edify yourself the word edify there means you build yourself up, you charge yourself up, you, you, you strengthen yourself in the spiritual that's what you do when you pray in tongues. And when you prophesy, you are strengthening not only yourself, but you are strengthening the whole church. But the equation starts from you praying in tongues, being able to strengthen yourself before you can strengthen the church. I've had people uh, raise arguments that yes, was well, speaking this speaking in tongues is rubbish, you have to prophesy. No, if you don't If you are not edified, you cannot edify someone else. So, the Bible says that when you pray in tongues, you edify yourself. When you prophesy, you edify the whole church. Before you can edify other people, you have to edify yourself. So, if you are not edified through praying in tongues, then you cannot edify the church. It's as simple as that. Now, let's go to the third point about how to hear and listen, how to listen to God and how to hear God as you believe God for a spouse. Number three is meditate and confess the scriptures that talk about the Holy Spirit's guidance. Now, many Christians do not have faith in the ability of the Holy Spirit to tell them who to marry and who not to marry. So, they go by guesswork. They go by the analysis of uh, their favorite motivational speakers out there on social media. They go by the analysis of people who have no link with the spirit of god but let me tell you something if you do not hear god if you cannot hear god in these end times i don't know what your hope is to be honest look when noah was building the ark the ark was the place of safety anyone who did not come into that ark perished 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 now the same thing is happening today the floods are going relationships are scattering by the day marriages are crumbling like a like two dollar suitcases all over the place so what are you going to do now how are you going to make it now the way you can make it is by staying in the ark of god the ark of god is the only place of safety now what is the ark of god because we don't you can't really go and jump into somebody's boat and say that that's noah's ark that will save you from the floods no the ark of noah in our own time is the voice of the holy spirit the voice of the holy spirit is your noah's ark in these end times if you cannot hear god if you do not have a vital relationship with the holy spirit if if it's only your pastor that can hear god or your prophet that can hear god and you cannot hear god in these end times you are gone that seriously you are gone that's why you must cultivate a relationship with the holy spirit you must be able to hear the holy spirit and this is how to start now romans 8 14 to 16 says that for as many as are led by the spirit of god they are the sons of god for you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry abba father the spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of god so you see here that the holy spirit has been sent to guide you so the you can you cannot call yourself a son of God if you cannot be led by the Holy Spirit. So if you have not grown spiritually to the point where the Holy Spirit is able to tell you that this person standing in front of you is a fraudster, don't listen to him, don't play with him, then you do not have the qualification to be called a son of God. Thus, it is when you can hear God that is when you can accurately describe yourself as a true son of God. You get it so that's why it is very important you confess the scriptures say the spirit of god bear witness in my spirit that i am a child of god i am led by the spirit of god therefore i am a son of god that's the confession that you should put on your lips on a daily basis and then first corinthians chapter 2 verses 9 to 12. He says, but as it is written, I has not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. You see, the revelation of the things that God has prepared for your future will only come by His Spirit. If you do not have a connection with His Spirit, then you, I mean, I don't know what to say to you. For the Spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man save the Spirit which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. So you see, the Spirit of God knows all things, and it is the Spirit of God on the inside of you who can tell you all things. And the Bible says, Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of god can you see that so if you believe god for a spouse and you believe that god has given you a spouse you also need to be vitally connected to the holy spirit so that the holy spirit will be able to tell you who this spouse is that god has given unto you do you understand what i'm saying now let's go to verses 13 uh, to 16 He says which things also we speak not in the words which man's wisdom teaches but which the Holy Ghost teaches comparing spiritual things with spiritual but the natural man received not the things of the Spirit of God for they are foolishness unto him so the natural man on social media knows nothing about the Holy Spirit he can't hear the Holy Spirit he doesn't understand the concept of you hearing the Holy Spirit and don't sell your birthright in a bid to appear cool to your friends on social media who know nothing about the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit is your ark of safety in these end times, don't sell it out. Don't trample upon it simply because you want to be cool with your friends out there on the streets or on the social media. Everybody is free to believe whatever whatever they want to believe. Everybody is free that okay to say whatever they want to say. They're free to invite doom upon themselves and say, "Look, every man is bad." Every you don't say such things. You say with your own lips that the Holy Spirit has been given to me. I have received the Spirit, which is of God, so that I can free know the things which have been given to me of god god has given you your spouse when you prayed but you need to know how to hear the holy spirit so that the holy spirit can show you who your spouse is so that you don't receive a counterfeit of ishmael from satan you understand and the last thing i just want to say before we go is that the holy spirit will speak through his word. Now, the Holy Spirit is not going to tell you to go and marry somebody's girlfriend or to go and marry somebody's wife or to go and snatch somebody's husband. The Holy Spirit is not going to tell you all that rubbish. No, 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 no. The Holy Spirit only speaks according to God's word. So, if there is something the Holy Spirit is saying to you and it does not line up with the revelation of the word of God, it is not the Holy Spirit that has spoken to you. It is your friend or your flesh or your or your own imagination that has spoken to you whatever the holy spirit says will line up with the word of god and also let me also drop this point in as well the holy spirit will will say things to you or will nod you unconsciously to do things not because you are even consciously aware but as you do those things things would then become very clear to your natural mind i'll give you an example now there was a lady she was beginning to get close to me and i was beginning to get attracted to her i mean we used to just a lot she's uh, i mean a sister in a church that same church i was attending at that time and um, whenever i start getting close to a person that way i start praying in tongues i said lord i just commit everything to god i said lord just guide me so i start praying in tongues so I was, I was praying in tongues i was praying in tongues one evening i just had this nudge that i should go pay her a visit that i should go pay her a visit so i and i was driving so I just drove over to her street. It was very dark on that street. You know, Nepal had gone. This was in Nigeria where, you know, most nights, I mean, power supply is epileptic. So I drove to her street. It was all dark. I went into the house and knocked. Uh, Her mom was at home and her mom said, oh, no, she's not around. She's gone out. I said, oh, fine, please let her know that Um, I came around anyway. So as I was going, I got into the car. As I was driving over, I saw her holding hands with this geezer on the street and My light shone on her. I actually saw her. I knew she was the one. I knew she was holding hands with this geezer, and this was someone who had led me to believe that I was the only one she was speaking with. You know, and all the rest she was quite open to having a relationship with me that will progress into something big. So the next day, I just saw as I, I was in your house. Did your mom tell you? Said yes, as I and then I it appeared. I also saw you. No, I think I stated what i saw that oh it appears i also saw you uh with this giza uh along the street and she denied it she denied it but i knew i saw her so but is is it for me it was clear i mean it it was definitely clear that this wasn't the person i should be dealing with you you see so the holy spirit did not say thou shall not marry this person all the holy spirit just did was to nudge me to take a trip that appeared to bear no fruit but at the end of the day i saw clearly that this was going to be this was a girl that had come to deceive me um into a sham relationship so i didn't know whether i was actually going to be the real person or the uh, whether i was going to be the main man or the side man whichever one but i knew that this wasn't the sort of thing that i believed god for so i voted instantly with my feet so the holy spirit saved me from that scam so the holy spirit will save you from scams unconsciously or consciously i'll give you another example there was a brother who was dating a girl in nigeria and guess what one day he just had a notch to pick up the girl's phone he just picked up the girl's phone out of nowhere he wasn't snooping or anything he just said ah, let me just see what's on this girl's phone and she just opened the phone and he saw her making out with other women i mean as in saw pictures of her on the phone making out with other women so effectively this lady was a lesbian so and these are supposed to be christians in church In church, so this was a lesbian trying to con this brother into a sham relationship to cover up her lesbian activities and all the rest. So the guy confronted her. Uh, It appears you're a lesbian. What are these pictures doing? You are making out. You are making love to another woman. And the guys and the lady said, Ah, no, 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 no. It's not what. No, no. The guy said, In fact, she even reacted and said, Why, 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 why should you even look at my phone at all? Said, Well, uh, I, I found this, and I don't think we can continue this relationship. Goodbye. Now. If the guy did not follow that nudge, he would never have known that he was being conned into a sham relationship. So, there are things the Holy Spirit might just lead you to do out of nowhere. And you will come across certain things that have been hidden to you. And you will now see that you've been delivered from what potentially could have been a scam that will break your heart into pieces. So, you don't have the Holy Spirit or the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You are losing a lot. Cut the pride walk up to a church where they believe in the baptism of the holy spirit ask them to pray with you and help you to receive the baptism of the holy spirit start praying in tongues start confessing the scriptures that have to do with the guidance of the holy spirit and you begin to see great things happen in your life in jesus name amen <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Shaladio. To learn more about Soul Ties on Twitter, please follow our Shaladio and our Soul Ties tweets. You can also visit www.BreakingSoulTies.com to read up on Soul Ties. To contact Shaladio, please send an email to ties at That is K-A-R-I-S ministries.org You can also chat with him on BBM by using the following pin 52C7 F3CD I repeat 52C7 F3CD We have come to the end of this episode of Breaking Soul Ties with Sean Adio See you again same time next week. Jesus is Lord